What's going on guys? We have the third week of August to review today. That is going to be the 15th through the 20th. So making our way through August pretty quickly here. Uh, and real quick, let's go over our month themes. So we got our electricity discipline as powerlifting system is ventilation. Virtuosity is dumbbell. Fun is hero workouts. And the assessments are squat endurance and running. So as usual, we'll see these elements making their way throughout the week. So starting with that squat endurance, of course, on Monday, and we're just slightly bumping it up. So we're bumping it up little by little until we get to an assessment weight at the end of the month. So make sure you still have a little bit of room. So we have this is our final week before we go into uh, the assessment next week. So you want to leave a little bit of space there. It should still be very tough 20 reps, but not close to failure. We shouldn't be um, touching that failure until the assessment week. We also have some dumbbell movements sprinkled in here. We got push press here, dumbbell snatch here, and then we have a very rough, interesting workout. Although we don't have a hero workout, this feels pretty similar to a hero workout on Friday, but we will uh, go over that when we get there. Uh, also for the strength, we got barbell row and floor press on Wednesday and then deadlifts on Saturday. Also, last thing, got a lot of elements throughout the week. Last thing, we got running on Monday and Thursday. So Monday is always the first uh, running session of the week has been a more distance-based running. And then we have more of a speed-based running um, session here on Thursday. So let's hop into Monday, our squat endurance day, starting with the warm-up. Of course, we got wall slides and dumbbell press for three rounds. Then we got shoulder taps and tricep and lat stretch. Then you will get into squat endurance. Use the first five-ish minutes of this to warm up the squat. So accumulating reps uh, with the bar, lighter weight, lighter weight, and then getting into that uh, closer to that 20 rep back squat weight with the final 10 minutes and taking longer breaks in between. Same thing with the Bulgarian split squats. I usually like to do 10 to 20 reps on each leg with no weight and then some lunges, just making sure everything feels good before I start adding weight to that. And then same thing again, as we go lower, make sure the air squats feel good before we get into the uh, actual working sets here. And then getting into this workout, we do have a dumbbell base workout. So first we're going to start with dumbbell push press review, jerk dips into dumbbell push press. And then moving into this breathe and burn workout levels considerations are upper body push and neurological and core. Just the core on this one though. And the workout is bat wings. We did this one last year around the same time. Just works well with the squat endurance, having the, the push press and hollow rock, leaving the legs out of it for the most part. Um, especially as we get deeper into the months. So this is a good one to accompany that squat endurance. We got 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off, alternating between these movements. So dumbbell push press on the right side, 10 second rest, 20 second hollow body rock, 10 second rest, 20 second dumbbell push press on the left side, 10 second rest, and then 20 second hollow body rock again, 10 second rest for eight total rounds. So that is going to turn out to be 16 minutes. And as we scale down, weight will drop when we get to blue, orange, yellow, and white. And we go to strict press for white. And then hollow, hollow body rock turns into bent hollow rock and then turns into bent hollow hold as we go down. So anytime we have intervals like this, and we always talk about this probably broken record at this point, we're looking for consistency, particularly in this Tabata type of 
uh, structure where it's 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off. Because we only have 10 seconds of rest, it's very easy to blow yourself out early because you're going to feel fresh, right? You're going to be able to pump out those push press super quick, but keep it smooth and consistent so that it's repeatable over the eight rounds. If you can get eight solid sets in where the reps don't vary by more than one or two, that's really, you know, good quality uh, workout. But if we start at like 15 push press and drop all the way down to eight, seven, then we've mispaced this. The last few sets are probably going to be uh, poor quality anyway. So we want to try to keep it within a nice tight range, 10 to 12 reps each time. Um, the reason we don't have a uh, goal here is because the hollow body rock and the, you know, the, the hollow variations we're counting in seconds and it kind of gets the, the range of scores is pretty wide. Um, so we're really looking for consistency. That's our goal for today's workout quality and consistency, keeping everything uh, pretty similar across all eight rounds scoring wise. So after that, to finish off the day, we have our extra credit. We have our long run day, 2.5K run at 70 to 75% mile pace. So really cruising, really working on consistent strides, consistent breathing to match our pacing. Even though we are running slower than it, we would for the mile, this will still help us with the breathing and the consistent um, gait in that mile. It also makes the mile not seem as bad because... Any, you know, running longer than a mile sucks. Running a mile sucks, but anything longer than a mile really sucks. So we kind of like, you know, doing the, the worst variation and then dropping back to the mile next week should feel a lot better. So that is our Monday. Let's jump into Tuesday here. So Tuesday we have a very interesting warm-up. We've kind of uh, decided to do slips in here for the warm-up just to mix things up a little bit. Uh, in particular, we got toes to bar in the workout, so we're just sticking to a little bit of a gymnastics theme here on Tuesday. So slips <clears throat> stands for scales, L-sits, inversion, plank, and stretching. So that is, this is real classic CrossFit stuff. This is like, you know, I don't know, early 2000s CrossFit or as early as it goes back type of CrossFit, but this is definitely good just for virtuosity of movement, right? We're working on balance with the scales, working on positioning and core activation with the L-sits, balance and coordination on the handstands, core activation and stretching uh, to finish off. So real base level movement and definitely a good warm up here. So as we uh, scale this down, L-sits go to hollow holds, uh, freestand and handstands go into piked variations, and then plank stays the same, standing straddle stays the same. So really easing our way into this. So you have 15 minutes just making your way through each of these five elements. No rush. Remember, we are warming up here. First five minutes should just be reviewing technique for each of these movements, and then you got 15 minutes of work slash warm-up uh, before getting into our workout here. So our workout is does also include clean. So of course we are going to go over clean progressions and then reviewing toes to bar and practicing with the remaining time before getting into our breathe and burn workout here, weightlifting and neurological and core, mostly core here on this one with the toes to bar, uh, much different than yesterday though. So yesterday was a hold and a rock, right? You're not going to be too sore from a hold, but the sharp contraction of the toes to bar will be much different today. So we got under your nose here, 20-minute AMRAP, 
9, 12, 15, 18, 21, etc. of hang power cleans with eight toes to bar and a 200 meter run after each set. Weight starts at 115.85 and then we drop as we go down and then we go to Russian kettlebell swings for yellow and white. Toes to bar go to leg raises, then goes to knee raises. 200 meter run will stay the same throughout. So with this one, we are looking for unbroken sets of hang power cleans up to the set of probably 15, right? If you start to feel your grip a little bit on the set of 15, that's when I would break because we do have those toes to bar, which should stay unbroken the entire time. So we have a big grip element in this. That's going to be most of where this P comes from. Of course, you'll have a little bit of core, a little bit of traps and, and whatnot with the hang power cleans. Um, maybe upper back a little bit as well, but grip is going to be the main burn in this workout. And then of course, because of the run and because of the nature of these movements, that breathing will always be present. But once we get to that set of 15, you feel that grip start to get a little fatigue, drop the bar, shake the arms out, reset, finish your reps. That way you're able to maintain unbroken toes to bar or pretty close to unbroken and you're not losing too much quality because your hands are slipping. So if you do feel your hands slipping on the toes to bar, break those up early before you start to lose your grip. You don't want to be doing toes to bar at the edge of your fingers. Saw that this weekend when I was watching the CrossFit Games. Very scary because I have fallen off the, the bar doing toes to bar. So don't do that. It's never worth it. Just take a quick rest, shake the arms out, grab some chalk, and then reset. 200-meter run should be at a pretty brisk and consistent pace but something that allows you to start those hang power cleans or that first set of hang power cleans right away when you get back inside. So keep it moving on the run, but there's no need to sprint. We do have 20 minutes of work. So, you know, we want to make sure we're conserving our energy early on. And that way, when we get into that round of 21 and later, we still have a little bit of juice. We can still push it a little bit towards the end and keep that breathing up and keep that heart rate up. So that's going to be our workout for Tuesday. Extra credit will be mobility. We got 30-second down dog, 30-second seal stretch, 30-second world's greatest stretch. Ridiculous name, but great stretch. 30-second pigeon on each side. We're going to do that four times. And then as we go through that, really relaxed, easing in, just helping us uh, feel good for the remainder of the week. So that's Tuesday. Let's get into Wednesday. So Wednesday, we have our superset push or pull push combo here with rows and floor press. And then we have a ring dip and double under workout. But of course, we will start with a warm up. We got four rounds, 10 ring scat pulls, 20 mountain climbers, 10 scat push ups, and 30 calf raises here before we get into our barbell row and floor press session. So reviewing barbell rows and floor press to start, and then we have 15 minutes to accumulate four to six sets of eight barbell rows and eight floor press. That stays the same through orange, and then we go to dumbbell variations for yellow and white. So you should have a partner with you throughout this to spot you on the floor press, and then you guys just go back and forth with your sets. Obviously, it would be very helpful if that person had similar strength level. That way you guys aren't switching weights too often. But if you do, totally fine. Um, you're probably going to be able to do a little bit more on the floor press at a high quality than you will for the barbell row. So you should probably have some weights there to supplement that and make sure that we're, we have the correct weight for that rep range. So both should be super smooth and consistent reps, but still feeling that tension in the upper back, still feeling that tension in the chest and triceps as we're driving. It shouldn't just be, you know, eight quick reps, uh, kind of not feeling anything, right? So feeling that tension, enough weight on there to uh, maintain that tension throughout the eight reps. 
So that is going to be the strength session there. And then we got ring dips and double unders. So because we normally review double unders at least once a week, we don't always review ring dips. We're going to spend most of our time here on the ring dips. So we got box push-ups, bench dips, ring and box support, and then some time to practice ring dips before getting into this breathe and burn workout. Levels considerations are rings and neurological and core. We got neurological and core elements uh, throughout the first three days, but then this one is going to be neuro, so completely different than the first two days. Workout is hair's breath, and we have six rounds, 10 or eight strict ring dips, and then 50 double unders. Ring dips and double unders will drop at purple and continue to drop at blue and then introduce single unders, and then we got box push-ups and single unders all the way down. So usually box push-ups are the easier variation of push-ups, but because we are um, scaling from ring dips, we want these to be a little more difficult. So if you're usually using a 24, drop it to a 20, so on and so forth, just to make it a little bit tougher. And so there's a little more um, uh, of the same feeling throughout the levels, right? If you're just banging out 12 push-ups and going to your 50 single unders, no problem going back and forth. This is going to be way more on the breathing side and a lot less on the burning side where we want to be a little more on the burn side with that pushing. So keep that in mind for the earlier levels, um, but quality comes first. So if dropping the, the box lowers the quality too much, then keep the box the same height and just tell them to focus on that contraction and focus on that technique uh, so that it carries over and they get some, some big gains from this workout. So with this workout, you, we'd like to keep everything unbroken and super high quality. Double unders must be unbroken for Brown. So if you break at 49, you got to restart and do the 50 all over again. Uh, so taking our time on those for Brown, just to, to make the double unders a little more interesting. So they're not kind of just a quick 50. If you miss, doesn't matter. Keep going. We want to have a little bit more of a focus there uh, on those double unders to keep them unbroken for that highest level. But all levels should be working on super high quality dips, uh, unbroken if possible. But again, quality comes first. Break as you need to to maintain that quality. And all levels should be shooting for unbroken uh, sets with their jump rope. So after that, we are sticking to our theme. We did ring dips, floor press, barbell rows. We got arms to finish off the day. So we have 12 dumbbell overhead tricep extensions, 20 banded tricep extensions into 12 barbell curls and 20 banded curls for three sets. So I would partner up with somebody and just kind of follow them all the way through. Um, it's always better to do an arm session with a buddy. Get that arm pump, take an Instagram picture, tag level method. We'll repost your uh, arm pumps for the world to see. And that is going to be Wednesday. Moving right along here. So now we have Thursday. So Thursday, we have a similar workout to last week, and we'll go over that uh, when we get there. Um, mostly heavy breathing here. Last week, we had a workout similar that was a little more plumbing. Um, but first, of course, got to warm up. We got 15 Dumbbell swings, 10 scat push-ups to down dog, 5 broad jumps, 20-second lizard stretch on each side for 7 minutes. And then getting into our workout here, movement review is going to be reviewing jumping, so just a fundamental basic movement. Sometimes we kind of uh, gloss over this, but because we have a lot of box jumps today and because it, the triple extension, the jump is a base for many of the movements that we do, it's always good to go over the base jumping technique. So starting with some calf raises, bunny hops, glute bridges, and then into vertical jumps. And with the remaining time, review some dumbbell snatches. 
And then we will get into our heavy breathing workout here. Levels considerations are kettlebell and API. No neurological and core this time. Just kettlebell and API. Workout is busy body, and we have four two scores on a running clock. Four minutes air bike a row directly into four minutes of dumb, 20 dumbbell snatches, 10 box jump overs, and you're going to do that for three rounds. So that's 24 minutes total of work, lots of breathing in that, a tiny bit of burning, but it's going to be mostly that breath that is going to keep you uh, at your pace. So last week we did six minutes and six minutes, and the second six-minute AMRAP was much more burning. We had push-ups, uh, air squats. Let me see if I can pull this up for you guys. Right there. No. Right there. This one right here. This is our planning sheet, by the way. So if you see something that's different than what you saw in the, the notes, that's why. But you can see the second one, much more burny with air squats and push-ups, less breathing. So this week, much more breathing throughout with the dumbbell snatch and box jump overs. So with this, because we are doing a heavy or we're shooting for a heavy breathing workout, we want to keep snatches and jump overs unbroken, consistent movement, constant movement on that, similar to how the air bike and row feels. So we want to try to carry that pace into the rounds of dumbbell snatch and box jump over and just keep that going throughout in those four minute bouts. So very important that we keep it unbroken, keep that heart rate up keep that breathing consistent so that we're hitting that heavy breathing. As we scale down, dumbbell snatches will drop and weight jump overs turn into step overs as usual. All levels though should be focusing on keeping that heart rate up, keeping that breathing up and maintaining pace from air bike and row into the rounds here. So after that, we are going to finish up with some accessory. We got four sets for quality, 10 behind the neck presses, 10 Cuban presses, and 10 prisoner rotations. Again, four sets of that super high quality, keeping those shoulders nice and healthy for the rest of the week and the rest of your life, hopefully. Healthy shoulders, very important for living. Um, so make sure we are taking the time to do that and doing that at the highest quality possible. And then after that, we have our speed work for running. So 400 meter run, rest one minute, 200 meter run, rest 30 seconds for three sets. All runs should be 20 to 30% faster than your mile goal pace. So whatever your mile goal pace is, divide that by four. 20 to 30% faster than that for the 400 meter run. Lots of breathing, consistent gait, all that stuff you need to be as efficient as possible at running. So that is Thursday. Let's move into Friday. So Friday... We have the long hero-like workout here with a 30-minute cap. It is in partners, so it won't be too bad, but it's still a long, grueling workout here. But, of course, warming up uh, is something we got to do. 12, 10, 8, med ball RDLs, scat pull-ups, med ball squats, and ring rows will be the warm-up for Friday. And then we get into our workout, starting with movement review, pull-up, review because we do have kipping pull-ups uh 20 second dead hang 20 arch hollow swings 20 kip swings so that's when um you kick the feet a little bit farther through we have that weightlessness in the hands and if they are doing uh kipping pull-ups they should let go a little bit with the hands just so they feel that weightlessness they're kind of getting that sensation if not just working on a little bit of a harder swing than the arch hollow swing for the earlier levels and then two minute of pull-up practice to finish reviewing wall balls and burpees 
with whatever time you have left there before getting into our long breathe and burn workout here. Levels considerations will be API and upper body pull. Goal here is to finish, just finish in the time cap. It will be pretty tough. I think only a few people in our um, test gyms finished under the 30 minutes, but it's definitely doable if you are moving quickly and you are pacing appropriately um, or pacing appropriately in that you are trading off with your partner uh, efficiently. So this workout is clearance bin, four time in partners, again, 30 minute cap on this to accumulate 200 200 wall balls, 150 burpees and 100 pull-ups and every three minutes, here's the kicker here, 200 meter run with the wall ball. So as we scale down, the reps drop for purple and then drop again for blue and we turn into ring rows because we are on the breathe and burn system. So the PP side for the ring rows. Um, and then we get into rounds for orange, yellow, and white. So it's 10 rounds of wall balls, bodybuilders, and ring rows. Same thing for yellow reps drop a little bit. And then we go to med ball squats for white. And we also drop the, the med ball on the run for white as well. So just a regular old 200 meter run here for white. So this one, you can accumulate these reps for blue, purple, and brown however you would like, but I would break them up into rounds anyway, unless you really want to go for the burn side, uh, then you would do the wall balls straight through. Burpees, a little less breathing, a little, a little less burning, a little more breathing, go straight through on the burpees and go straight through on the pull-ups with your partner, so just back and forth for all of those reps. That will take the longest, but will you know, be the hardest, you'll get a little bit of a different experience. Whereas if we break it up into rounds, it'll go by a little bit quicker, breaking those up into quicker sets. So that goes for blue, purple, and brown for the earlier levels, just trying to make sure that we're staying consistent through our rounds, break those reps up in half all the way through. That way you're getting equal amount of rest throughout. You're staying pretty fresh and you can push it towards the end when we get close to that time cap. Note, quick note here, ring rows should be tough because we are uh, trying to make them equivalent to these pull-ups, so they shouldn't be a throwaway movement. Whatever foot position you start with, you should stick to throughout the entire workout, and it shouldn't be too tough with a partner. You will be breaking those reps up quite a bit, so 40 ring rows a piece isn't too bad for any of these levels, um, but just make sure you're breaking it up appropriately and not losing quality down the stretch. So extra credit here to finish off, we got mobility, four sets, 30 seconds of tricep and lat stretch, 30 second squat hold, 30 second seated quad stretch, and then 30 second T-spine reach through. So just again, keeping us nice and healthy and nimble for the rest of the week and for life. So let's get into our final day of the week here. Saturday, we got deadlifts and then into a deadlift GHD and farmers carry workout deadlift, of course, at a lighter weight. But first, we will warm up. We have to every single day. Very important. We got eight push-ups or box push-ups, 20-second side plank each side, 12 dumbbell sumo deadlifts, and then 20-second doorway stretch on each side to start us off. Seven minutes of that. And then into our deadlift. So we have every two minutes times five. So five sets total every two minutes. Two deadlifts for blue, purple, and brown. And then we go into five deadlifts for the earlier levels. So to start, we have about 10 minutes to review deadlift and then build to the initial weight that we want to start with for those two deadlifts. And then you'll start that official clock and everyone can build from there. You don't necessarily need to gather all of your weights right away. 
two reps should take a few seconds and then you have the rest of the two minutes to grab weight, change weight, do whatever you need to do. Same thing for five reps. It shouldn't take too long. Most of that time should be used for rest, but we do want to end at something tough for the day, something that's still smooth and consistent. We're not getting out of position, but something that's definitely tough for two reps and that will kind of ramp up the nervous system for the workout we have to follow. So first, before we get into the workout, of course, we are going to review our movements. And because we just did deadlift and GHD sit-ups and med ball sit-ups are a little bit easier, not very technically demanding, we are reviewing farmer's carry. So after reviewing farmer's carry, practice 30-second farmer's hold on each side with the workout weight. So farmer's carry should be as heavy as possible for 50 meters at a time. So 50 meters out, 50 meters back as heavy of a kettle set of kettlebells or dumbbells as you can carry uh, is the goal. If you don't have enough dumbbells or kettlebells to double up and do a farmer's carry, just go suitcase carry 50 meters on the right side, 50 meters on the left side. That will do just fine. Um, you'll still get about the same stimulus. But again, logistically, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. That's to totally okay. You're still going to get the same workout. And then getting into our breathe and burn workout here, levels considerations are deadlift and neurological and core. Once again, a lot of things involve neurological and core, this time core with those farmers carries and GHD sit-ups. This workout is off center and we have five rounds for quality, 12 deadlifts at 225, 155, and the weight will drop as we go down until we get the kettlebell deadlifts for white. 12 deadlifts, 15 GHD sit-ups, 100-meter farmer's carry. GHD sit-ups will drop into med ball sit-ups and then go to regular sit-ups. Farmer's carry stays the same. The only thing that will change is whatever weight these levels are capable of carrying with a good quality position for 50 meters at a time. So because this is for quality, we don't need to rush through any of these, particularly the farmer's carry, particularly the deadlifts. So smooth and consistent movement on the deadlifts. This weight should feel fairly light after doing the deadlifts and the strength. So we're dropping it down, doing a little bit more of, you know, hypertrophy bodybuilding sets here at sets of 12 after doing some more electricity based uh, movement up here at the strength and then into 15 smooth GHG sit-ups again, should be unbroken and consistent all the way through. And then taking a, a quick break, couple deep breaths before picking up that those implements for the farmer's carry, whether it's kettlebells or dumbbells, and hitting at least 50 meters at a time. We don't want to be doing 25, 25, 25, 25. We want it to be a consistent, constant movement for 50 meters. Drop, shake the arms out, rest, turn around, 50 meters back. Couple deep breaths, restart your set. So really focused on quality and only moving as fast as quality allows, considering quality is the focus. So that is going to be your Saturday workout. Expect a nice deep burn in the core and glutes on this one by the end. Uh, pretty much your entire body besides, you know, your arms and shoulders, maybe even shoulders a little bit from the farmer's carry, but it's going to be a lot of burning uh, and discomfort in that way in this workout. And the breathing is kind of just underlying and supporting throughout. So the extra credit here, doubling down on that posterior chain, making sure that everyone's glutes are getting bigger, firing up. We have five sets, 12 hip thrusts, and 30-second glute bridge hold. Rest as needed after each of these sets to maintain quality. Uh, you should end at something fairly heavy for the hip thrust, but that still allows you to hit a full uh, open and close of the hips. So we don't want to have those half pump reps. I'm sure all of you guys have seen on Instagram where it, they don't even get close to opening their hips all the way. We want to make sure that we open those hips all the way. You don't need to have 500 pounds on the bar to activate the glutes. 
as much weight as you can while maintaining consistent movement and the opening of the hips and a hard glute contraction at the top. So that's going to finish off our week. Nice, fun week three for August. Um, if you guys have any questions, please post it uh, in the group. Shoot me a DM, shoot me an email. All of those things will work. I will get back to you uh, as quickly as I can. Um, we are still setting up that weekly survey group. If the weekly survey is still in here, then please fill it out. It is helpful. Very, very helpful for us to hear your feedback, uh, particularly um, any sort of criticism. That way we can corral it all in one place. And if we have several people saying the same thing, that's an easy change, right? Uh, so make sure you are doing that. Otherwise, questions about logistics, any of that stuff, scoring, you know, please post it in the group. Shoot me a DM. I will be happy to answer. Um, if I don't hear from you there, then I will talk to you guys next week.